Let's talk educational matters, education in Mansfield this morning. I am joined today by Melissa Batulovitz, literacy coach at Mansfield Middle School, and Peter Dart, the superintendent of Mansfield Public Schools. In late fall, Melissa was named a state semifinalist in the Connecticut Teacher of the Year program representing Mansfield Public Schools. Folks, good morning and welcome to Melissa. Congratulations on being named Mansfield Teacher of the Year and progressing to the state semifinals. Melissa, tell me a bit about your teaching career. How long have you been in Mansfield? Uh, Good morning, Wayne, and thank you for having us. Uh, We truly appreciate the chance to speak with you and your listeners. Um, So I've been teaching for about 16 years, and before coming to Mansfield, I taught grades 3 through 5 in Coventry and Tolland. And then 13 years ago, I had the opportunity to come to Mansfield, and I've been at the middle school ever since. And after joining the middle school team, I've been able to take on several positions. I started out as a classroom teacher where I taught a variety of subjects in grades 5 through 7. And then six years ago, I transitioned in the roles of, um, the roles of literacy coach, interventionist, and the director of the Right Space, which I'll talk more about um, hopefully throughout our interview, um, which is our student-led writing center. Well, we called you a literacy coach. So, Melissa, what role does a coach play in a school? Who are you coaching? So my experience developing as a literacy coach has actually been extremely gratifying. I collaborate with teachers in multiple grades and support them in a variety of ways. Um, I offer ongoing professional learning. I support curriculum development. I provide resources that help support Tier 1 instruction and enhance teaching practices. And since I'm a lifelong learner, I always try to make myself the most effective and supportive coach I can be. The most exciting part of being a coach is when teachers want to try something new and they want me to be a part of it. Um, I love the process of brainstorming together, co-teaching, witnessing student mastery, and most importantly, seeing their excitement grow as they add a new tool to their teaching toolbox. And, you know, lastly, education requires ongoing commitment. And my job allows me to support teachers when they feel a variety of emotions frustration, happiness, excitement, confusion, and more. And I hope to be the anchor that helps them remain grounded and confident enough to keep pushing forward because that's what's needed to drive our students towards successful outcomes. Melissa, how do you connect with the students? Do you reach out to them? Do they come see you or some sort of a combination of those two? It's actually a combination of both. And um, with my student-led writing center, um, kids find my place to be a place where they can just chill and be themselves. And it's, it's a, a perfect blend of both. Must be quite an honor, Melissa, if you to make the short list of the best teachers in Connecticut for 2024. Does that honor bring any special opportunities for you? Yeah, what an amazing experience and truly a dream come true, receiving um, this designation. Um, For the past two decades, I have dedicated my life to being the best possible educator that I can be, and it means the world to me to be recognized by my colleagues to represent the Mansfield community in such a special way. And aside from the sentimental impact this award has had on me, this recognition um, affords me the chance to participate in a special series of professional development opportunity that the state provides for semifinalists. And over the course of this year, I've had the opportunity already to read new literature, meet authors, and take courses. And later on this year, I'll be able to attend special events that will help me grow as an educator. 
And another great part of this experience is that I've gotten to meet educators from other districts who are doing incredible things to learn from them. Melissa, you were named Mansfield's Teacher of the Year in late spring from among 27 nominees across the district. Were you surprised when you found out? And how did you find out? Well, yeah, I was so surprised. I actually was called into my principal's office, and I I didn't know why I was being called into there. Um, And they're like, hey, we have a a special meeting. And I was like, okay, what is it? And they're like, surprise, you got Teacher of the Year. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was so excited, and I was actually speechless at that point because what an honor. And I know so many other educators are deserving of this award as well. That is awesome. Peter Dart, the superintendent of Mansfield Public Schools. Peter, in your eyes, what makes Melissa such an outstanding teacher? Good morning, Wayne, and uh, good morning to your listeners. Uh, Isn't it obvious? (laughs) Melissa is just such a passionate, articulate educator. Um, We were talking a little bit about uh, uh, her uh, disposition with her students, and, and she just, frankly, just stopped and looked at me and said, you know, I love my job. I'm like, yep, that's exactly right. Um, You know, teaching is hard, but you have to love teaching and you have to love kids. And that seems so obvious, uh, but it's not easy to do. Melissa has a disposition that's professional, that's forward thinking. She's a a risk taker. She models the kind of learning that she wants her students to embark on. She's always somebody who's willing to play and, and uh, laugh uh, and celebrate. Uh, Wayne, I wish all of your listeners and you could go to her classroom. It's one of our favorite places. It's an inviting space that recognizes that our scholars uh, are respected individuals that have choices, they have voice, um, they have dreams and aspirations. And Melissa has found a way to support them, honor who they are, and help them see themselves even when they can't see themselves uh, in their educational journey. So uh, it, it's just a, an absolute honor, and uh, I would be remiss if I didn't once again brag <laughs> that Melissa was also a former student of mine. Way back when, when I taught in Colchester, Connecticut, uh, Melissa was an eighth-grade science student of mine, and she hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> she, she ran my classroom, Wayne. Uh, and uh, I'm just thrilled that years later, different districts, different positions, uh, we run into each other again. And I'm just honored to be in this space with her. Um, we're very lucky to have Melissa. So from eighth grade to now, you're not surprised at what she has become, huh? Not at all. No, not at all. She uh, she would walk into my classroom and immediately erase my uh, board and start rewriting the notes, and she'd get people organized. We did a lot of uh, uh, labs and experiments, and, and she was always right up there helping organize. So uh, not surprised she had that disposition for education, but uh, she has just grown into a phenomenal educator that uh, I am just uh, – so glad to know, and uh, in my heart of hearts, I'm glad that Mansfield kids have an opportunity to work with her. Wait a minute, Peter. Are you saying you had your lesson plan on the blackboard and she erased it? Is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's a bit like that, but uh, I think she was more alarmed at uh, my poor penmanship. Wow. So, Melissa, does penmanship play a role in literacy? Well, that's actually a really good question that we probably could spend a lot of time on. Um, um, I believe it does play an important role along with using um, electronics, but um, it's not everything. 
<laughs> what do you think the role of a digital age is in teaching kids penmanship? Because I'm guessing they do a lot of their stuff now on keyboards and not with pen and paper. You're right. It actually, um, I believe that there is a lot to be said, though, about handwriting. I do think there is a special role in it, and I don't think it should be forgotten because there are going to be things in their real world in the real world that they are going to have to handwrite. I think kids have to think things out sometimes on paper. And so I think having a blend of both is the best mixture for it. Peter, tell the folks about Mansfield's track record in recent years with Teachers of the Year progressing to the state semifinals. Yeah, well, uh, it, it's no longer a secret that Mansfield is home to a lot of uh, just outstanding educators. And uh, Melissa referred to this, and we all agree Every single classroom has a teacher of the year. Um, every child has a teacher that is profoundly uh, adaptive, outstanding in their profession. To be a Mansfield educator means that you're worthy to be teacher of the year. In our eyes, you are teacher of the year. Um, but we're very, very fortunate that we have teachers willing to embark in the process. It's actually a lot of work, and your listeners might be surprised. To be teacher of the year is not just a passive nomination. But each candidate really has to participate in the process and the interviews uh, at the local level and at the state level. And it's a lot of work, to be honest with you. We support uh, anyone in that uh, pipeline, uh, but it's not for everybody. And so uh, we're holding a whole bench of excellent teachers that at one point, you know, watch out, Connecticut, because uh, they're, ready, <laughs> they're ready to go. But in recent years, we had Kate Harbeck uh, last year. As a semifinalist, she's a second grade teacher. Uh, in 2021, Ashley Rancourt, who's uh, now serving as a literacy coach, uh, was a semifinalist. And of course, Kim King, who I, I know, Wayne, you've uh, interviewed her. Uh, Kim was the state teacher of the year in 2022. Uh, she's had an am amazing tenure as the state teacher of the year. And I think she is. Uh, formally and informally mentored everybody uh, in the process. Yeah. She continues to be a, an activist and a voice for all of us. So we're just proud of those who uh, have participated. And even those who have not made it to the semifinalists, uh, in our eyes, they are still just absolute rock stars. Peter, what's the culture in Mansfield that attracts and propels excellence in instructors? Well, I, I think it's just a strong vision in teaching and learning. Uh, what is in the air that we breathe are the norms and culture that brings out the best of educators. We have a strong sense of pedagogy, which is to say that we care just as much as to what you teach as to how you teach it. How one teaches our students is actually probably more important given 21st century uh, learning skills. We have a portrait of the graduate that calls us to make sure that we're teaching the skills that help our students to be creative, to be collaborative, to communicate, be critical uh, thinkers and citizens of the world. Uh, and Melissa's uh, everyday lessons evoke the portrait of the graduate, those soft skills, which we used to call soft skills. They're, they're really actually the commodity of 21st century learning. Um, and I think that in Mansfield, we're not a district of programs, we're not a district of worksheets and, and uh, prescriptive uh, types of teaching, but we believe in our teachers to have the autonomy to create the lessons that meet the needs of their kids. We're strong and tight on vision, but we uh, provide opportunities and options for our teachers to design their lessons and units.
Melissa, would you agree with that? How has Mansfield helped you grow as an educator? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely, 100%. Um, it's been an honor to be a part of the legacy that, you know, Peter just spoke about. And it it's not coincidental that it all actually happened because Mansfield does invest in their teachers, and we've developed this culture second to none. Um, when we also, Mansfield's core priority, it is about growing educators. And since joining the Mansfield community, I've had the ample opportunities to grow and expand my knowledge, skills, and impact. Um, when I first actually joined the middle school, I quickly realized that we had a team of teachers, as Peter mentioned, with vast knowledge and experience. And these teachers served as mentors and role models for me as I expanded my vision for what I thought was possible. And then years later, I am still surrounded by amazing educators that continued, that I continue to learn from each and every day. And also, um, my administration has also been crucial to my development as I was encouraged to pursue a more specialized education that allowed me to become the teacher and coach and interventionist that I am, I am today. And lastly, I've also attended countless professional development conferences, trips, and even had the chance to teach um, in China um, earlier on in my career. Melissa, in middle school and all schools, students learn at different paces. How do you accommodate all learners? I love this question because there's so much that I do. Um, you know, one of the great, uh, greatest joys and challenges of teaching is having the opportunity to get to know each, and, each of our students and crafting learning experiences that are tailored to their individual experiences, abilities, and interests. Um, my goal as, the as an educator is to connect with each student, which you heard earlier, and to create learning environments that supports them regardless of their strengths and challenges. Um, I actually have adopted the universal design for learning philosophy, where firm goals are exercised, but students have freedom in how they showcase their learning. As Peter mentioned, my classroom is quite the classroom because it's a place where I wanted it to look like home in a way, even though I feel like my classroom is very different than my home, but it has a cafe vibe where students can choose to work individually or with others at high or low top tables. There's wobble stools, desks, tables. Um, I even have a couch in there and they have the carpet to also ensure if that's where they wanna go to feel comfortable. And my classroom features different workspaces where they can listen to audio versions of text, use speech-to-text tools, so there's your digital um, types of tools, and select from a variety of graphic organizers or reference materials that help them organize their thoughts. Um, I also do a lot of small group instruction um, so I can meet kids where they're at. And I have found that providing students with these choices and supports leads to a really positive learning um, experience and outcome. And I feel that kids feel seen, heard, um, safe and supported, and students are recognized in my classroom as individuals and are encouraged to take ownership of their educational journey, and I do believe that this has um, dramatically improved student engagement and has strengthened my classroom culture. Lastly, Melissa, what is your proudest moment as a teacher? So this is such a difficult question, and I, I often, I was hoping you would ask me this because there are so many things that I've been proud of over my career, but if I had to pick one, it would be the development of our student-led writing center called The Right Space. And I've known that I was meant to teach my entire life, as Peter suggested earlier, which is kind of funny because I actually really struggled as a student. Um, my personal learning challenges were an important part of my journey because it gave me perspective, and I got to see firsthand the importance of having supportive people around me. 
Years later, as I became a teacher, I knew that I had to create the same type of experience to help my students push through their challenges and believe in the beauty of their dreams. You know, I, while I recognize the incredible importance that teachers have on children, I also realize the critical role that peers have on our students as well. To truly immerse our kids in a supportive environment, I knew that I had to tap into the amazing potential of our students. All of this culminated in the development of the Write Space, which is our writing center where students can come receive writing support from other students who have been especially trained as writing coaches. And over the years, it's been fulfilling to watch it grow and seeing the profound effect it has had on our overall school community. Um, kids build trusting relationships, and it's rewarding to see that even the struggling um, writers who come in have also become my coaches at the end because they've grown so much. And it's establishing this writing center has been incredibly challenging, but it's been a worthwhile endeavor for me. It's taken years of study, um, practice, collaboration, refinement with UConn and all of the other uh, stakeholders. And I truly believe that this has impacted my work in such a significant way. Well, Melissa, congratulations on being named Mansfield's Teacher of the Year in advance to the state semifinals. And Peter, thank you for your thoughts on education and Melissa as well. Both of you, thank you for joining me this morning. Thank, thank you, you so much. Melissa Batulovitz, literally literacy coach, Mansfield Middle School, and Peter Darthy, superintendent of Mansfield Public Schools on 14 WILI Willimantic 95.3 FM.